The Twins lose the series to the Angels just awful. Is the season coming to an end? Are the Twins fading that fast down the stretch in the AL Central? We're going to break it all down on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Sunday, August 14th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Again, this is Nash Walker, season three on a daily basis, hosting this podcast Monday through Friday and season four, writing about the Twins at twinsdaily.com. I've seen some ruts. I've seen some poor performances. I've seen some quiet offenses some uh terrible sunday finales and this these last two days have been among the lowest i've seen in three seasons hosting this podcast let's reverse to saturday night we're in the eighth inning and the twins are leading three to nothing Shohei otani hits a solo homer off yonder on the twins had one game one four to nothing they've been pitching the lights out for two straight games they're on way on their way to a series win. The Angels look terrible. The Twins look pretty good, at least on the pitching side. They didn't drive in any runs, you know, over 14 with runners in scoring position. But they're going to win the series, right? They're going to clinch a series win Saturday night. They got Jorge Lopez coming in. And let's even rewind and fast forward to Max Stassi's at bat. He's down 0-2 with two outs, a runner aboard, twins up by two runs. Game's over. It's over. The Twins are going to win, and they're going to come out Sunday. They get a, a lefty with a 7.95 ERA on Sunday. They're going to be in good position to sweep, and they blow the game Saturday night. They lose, and then they come out Sunday, and they're completely flat. It's hard to shift that much in a less than 24-hour span. The, the, the change is drastic, and it's not just the last two days. Over the last 70 games, the Twins are 31 and 39. I said Friday night after I got home from Angel Stadium, I watched the Twins perform. Like that was an awesome game for the Twins Friday night. They pitched better than they pitched basically all year. They shut down the Angels. They look like the better team. I said they need to consistently look like the better team and play complete baseball games. This team has not strung together complete games in, you know, since before school got out in mid-May. They're 31 and 39. In their last 70 games, that's back to mid-May. 31 and 39 is a 72 win pace. This is not about this weekend. Like this is a team that has not played consistently well in months. And because of that, they're out of first place. They're two and a half games back of the Guardians, who are playing great. I mean, they went into Toronto, took two out of three. They're actually playing consistently good baseball. And the White Sox are now tied with the twins in the division for us. As much as we've clowned and laughed at the White Sox this year, they are tied with the Twins in the American League Central. Awful, awful. Like this is this is one of the most demoralizing two days, demoralizing 18-hour stretches you could have as a baseball fan. Like that was horrifically bad. To lose the way they did Saturday night and then come out Sunday so flat. I don't know if it gets much worse. Like I don't know if it gets much worse. And Byron Buxton hits a two-run homer in the first inning. Twins have a 2-0 lead. They don't score again. They went four for 30 
with three singles after the Buxton homer against a dude with a 7.95 ERA and the Los Angeles Angels without Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon beat the Twins in two out of three this weekend in that in that fashion. The tw- like I, I don't know at this point. I, I've said throughout the year it's been hard to evaluate the Twins because while over the last couple of months they are eight games below 500. They're still in the hunt. Like they're still in the hunt in the central. And it's been difficult to separate that from is this team a real contender and 31 and 39 over the last 70 gives you a glaring bright answer. And it's no, what have they shown you since mid May? What have they shown me that this team is a consistent, consistently good baseball team? They haven't. They haven't done it, and now it's just becoming obvious. Like I know why they couldn't score today. Miranda's got to be better. Buck hit a two-run homer, got on, stole a base. Correa had a decent day, but they're the last four in their lineup to go Gordon, Leon, Cave, and then Luisa Rise at the top, who I know it's hard to accept, but Luisa Rise is a completely different hitter against lefties. He still gets on, but his ground ball rate is way higher. His strikeout rate is way higher. His line drive rate is lower. His average, his on-base percentage, his slugging percentage, way lower. He is a different hitter against lefties. So when you go Nick Gordon against the lefty, can't really hit lefties at all, to Sandy Leone, to Jake Cave, to Luis Arise against the lefty, it doesn't matter if that dude has a 795 ERA. Those are horrible matchups. Horrible. And then you're putting so much pressure on the middle of the lineup, and as soon as they get through the middle of the order, there's no threat. Like, they don't have a threat after the middle of the order. Once you get through Buxton, Correa, Miranda, Polanco, you have no threat. And the Twins just didn't hit. They're 0 for their last 18 with runners in scoring position. Good teams, winning teams, division-winning teams, hit well with runners in scoring position. They certainly don't go 0 for 18 in a series they need to win. That is horrific abysmally bad abysmally bad is this it is this it for the twins i don't know i'm gonna tell you after this word from linkedin jobs as you gear up for fall you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders linkedin jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free create a job post in minutes on linkedin jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MLB. That's linkedin.com slash MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Is this it for the Twins? 41% at Fangraphs to make the playoffs now. Um, yes and no, I think is the answer. Is this it for the Twins? Yes, this is it because this week is it. If they don't do it this week, they will not do it. They won't do it. Cleveland has Detroit. They've shown over and over and over that they're going to play consistently winning baseball. They have Detroit for four. The Twins have Kansas City. The White Sox have Houston and then Cleveland. This is a huge week. And I might say that every week moving forward. I hope I do because that means the Twins are still in the race. But they've slowly been slipping out of this race in the Central for months and this is it because 
If you don't do it now, you're not going to do it. I said going into this 10 game stretch, the Twins need to go seven and three, minimally six and four. If they want to go seven and three, they need to go six and one this week to go seven and three. Do you see that happening? I don't. I mean, can they go five and two? They have to. I think they must go five and two. They have to go five and two against the Royals and Rangers. Seven games this week. They got Ryan Gray, Malley on the front end against Kansas City. You're going to get Ryan and Gray two starts this week. They have to win. They have to win five, I think. They just have to. I mean, Cleveland's playing too well. The wild card is basically, I mean, they could, they're two games out from Tampa and they have the tiebreaker. But if they don't win the Central, I think it's very unlikely they will get into the playoffs. So you have to, this is like, this is pivotal. This week is pivotal. This is crunch time for the Twins. So yes, this is it. This week is it. And no, because they have 17 combined games left against Cleveland and Chicago. After those two teams play next weekend, the Twins will by far have the most games remaining against the other two teams of the three. Like the most opportunity to make up ground on the other two teams. They have nine against Chicago, eight against Cleveland. And even if you got out of this week and you're four behind Cleveland, you have eight chances to make up games, you know? And even if you are three or four games behind Chicago, you have nine games. But that's why it's not it. That's why this week is not it. It's just the reality. I know that's really hard because if the Twins were in the East or the Twins were even in the West, it would be much easier to just close the book on them after this weekend and say, oh, they're six, seven, eight, nine, ten games behind and they have you know only five left against Houston or they only have a couple against the Yankees left. They are two and a half games back with 17 combined games against the two teams they're trying to beat. It's the reality of the division. It's been the reality of the division all year. The Twins are 31 and 39 since mid-May, and they're two and a half games back of Cleveland and tied with Chicago with 17 games to go against those two. That tells you about the Central, and it's frustrating. Like It's frustrating from the, the standpoint of they, they've been in first place basically all season long, and this is such a winnable division. But you know what? Every team's fan base in this division is saying the same things about the other two teams. Cleveland's saying about the Twins – their pitching staff, their bullpen sucks. It sucked all year. They're super beatable. We beat their bullpen over and over and over and over. White Sox fans are saying about Cleveland and Minnesota, we have a way more talented roster than these two teams. They're playing over their heads. They'll be easy to catch. We got a schedule down the stretch that's that's favorable to us. We're going to play the Twins nine more times. That'll be a good opportunity against a team that's worse. Everybody's saying the same things about everybody else because all three teams haven't excelled for much of the year but now you're seeing Cleveland as I said they're the most consistent if you're the most consistent in this division you're going to win the central this year and I was hoping the twins would play more consistent baseball after the trade deadline but they've actually played worse and they've you know Jorge Lopez has blown saves and Michael Fulmer was bad today and Mally's been good you know Mally was good in Anaheim gave up three home runs in his debut at Target Field but man like I thought things were going to get better and this was my fear my fear was the additions don't matter. Like the additions don't matter because other guys don't perform and the additions don't matter or one or the other. And right now the offense looks lifeless. I hate using that word because I use that word so much in 2021. This offense is not, this team is nowhere near the 2021 team, but they have played at a, a lesser win pace than the team last year. But the team last year, like 
I felt pretty comfortable saying that that team was lifeless. Like that, that team was really, really hard to watch. And I'm not saying the twins have been easy to watch this year, but I'm just saying my baseline for the twins, when I use the word lifeless or, or no fight or no heart, like it's different in 2022 because 2021 happened. And I think they still have an opportunity ahead. They still have an opportunity in front of them. And I just don't know where you're getting confidence that this is going to turn around anytime soon. I thought this was going to be the weekend after Friday night. Okay, we're going to start to pitch much better. They're going to lean on the bullpen, and the lineup is going to produce. The lineup's going to come through, and when the lineup doesn't come through, the pitching staff will carry them, and when the pitching staff doesn't come through, the lineup will keep them in games. I was hopeful this weekend would be the start of that, but it was just not. It was one step forward, two steps back, and that's what it's been for the Twins for weeks. Horrible trip to California. They lost two out of three to San Diego a couple weekends ago. They lost both games against the Dodgers. They lost two out of three to the Angels. They're lucky they're five and one against Oakland. And I think they took two out of three from Oakland at the Coliseum, but they're lucky. They're lucky for the Oakland athletics. Uh, otherwise their California record would be even worse. They'll get the giants at home. So I guess that's good news. No more West coast uh, losing for the twins. What's next? What's next? How does this thing turn around? You know, Archer and Bundy have, were both decent. How does this turn around for the Twins? Let's discuss after this word from Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. The action happening today, the Vikings in a preseason game. The NFL is coming. Bet Online is where the game starts. Head over to betonline.net. They have you covered for everything you're looking for as we get closer to the NFL. We get closer to October baseball and down the stretch. Head on over to betonline.net. What's this going to look like? How can things turn around for the Twins? Um, whenever this question surfaces, the number one, I, I answer it with a question. Do you think they have enough talent? That's the main point of this. If you're not, you're only not, you're, you're not only not good enough if you're not good enough, right? Do they have enough talent to still win the Central, to still make the playoffs and still end this postgame, postseason losing streak? I think the answer is yes. But that doesn't matter if your talent doesn't show up and play consistently. Correa was bad. He had a good weekend, was bad for a long time before that. You know, Buxton's really dinged up. The rotation at times, Joe Ryan has been pretty poor. Sonny Gray has been pretty poor at times. Do they have enough talent? I think, yes, they do have enough talent. I think they have offensive talent with a dynamic group when everybody's in there and everybody's feeling okay. They have a dynamic group. The rotation you hope is more stabilized with Joe Ryan and Sonny Gray and Tyler Malley at the front end. Archer and Bundy have been basically what you expected this year. Not terrible. I mean, sometimes they have been, but you know, Dylan Bundy's got a 380 ERA over his last 10 starts, something along those lines, and he's like 376 or something. You know, Archer hasn't been good, but for the most part, he's given you four decent innings. You know, they're not losing because of Dylan Bundy and Chris Archer. Like that's how you, that's why you thought they'd be losing. They're losing because guys they rely on aren't getting it done. Like they rely on Jorge Lopez to, to 
shut down the Angels in the ninth inning. Like that's that's your job. He doesn't he didn't do his job. They rely on their lineup to score runs and to drive in runs. Jorge Polanco, Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton, Jose Miranda. They're not doing their jobs for the most part. I don't want to pull all these guys in together. Like Buxton's driving in runs, but I know even him, like with runners in scoring position, his numbers are are poor this year. They need guys to do their job. Like they need Joe Ryan to go out there on Monday, Monday and pitch like Joe Ryan can, which is, I don't think he's an ace. Certainly. I don't even think he's a frontline starter, but a solid mid rotation starter who gives you a chance to win. They need that from Joe Ryan. They need Sonny Gray to be an anchor in this rotation. They need Tyler Malley to take that next step away from Cincinnati. They need guys who are talented and who they rely on to perform. It's that simple. They just haven't. Like some guys do some days, other guys don't. And when those guys don't, it hurts the team. And you're not going to get it every single day from everybody. You need it though on a majority on a majority basis. You need it a majority of a week, like seven games, you need to play a consistently good baseball game, a good nine-inning baseball game against these two bad teams at home, minimum five games out of seven. And that might even be putting it low. You need to play your best baseball right now. And I think they're capable. I think they're capable with their talent level. But the reason I'm pessimistic is because they haven't played to that talent level in, in months. So what tells you that they will now? I hold out hope. Like I hold out hope that they will click and that they will start to line things up, that when they pitch well, they also perform offensively. When they hit well, they also pitch well. And their talent kind of shines through here in the last couple months because I all year and in the offseason, in the winter, I believed in their talent. I believe that they have a lot of talent on the team, good young talent. They have talent with upside, you know, in the rotation, even with Mally now added to the group, they have upside in the bullpen, very talented arms and Jorge Lopez, Juan Duran and Griffin Jacks, even Theobar has been very good. Michael Fulmer is very solid. They have a lot of talent and I've, I've been hopeful and I've kept the faith for a lot of this season that they would like the talent will win out at the end, but it hasn't, it hasn't for a lot of this season. So it's frustrating because I think this team is capable of so much more than this, especially in this division. If they were getting popped in the East, like this was happening in the American League East, I'd be like, okay, they're not talented. They're talented, but probably not talented enough to hang with the American League East, you know, consistently. Although they do have a winning record over the East this year. In the Central, I feel like it's more frustrating that they are only two and a half games out than if they were 10 and a half out in the AL East. <laughs> It's so frustrating because you feel like they're capable of so much more and they just don't do it. And then you'll see it like Friday night. They'll show you. They'll show you on Friday night what they're capable of doing. I buy into that. and I say, okay, here we go. Here we go. It's time. And what do they do? They blow another game Saturday. They come out flat on Sunday. They don't hit. And we're right back where we started, which is they need to start winning. They need to start playing consistent baseball. It's it's even more frustrating with the division. It's even more frustrating because they made acquisitions at the deadline. Max Kepler has looked brutal since coming off the injured list. He's over, I want to say over 28. I don't know what the number is, but he's over something since coming off the injured list. They might need to make some tough decisions here. Like maybe you just IL Kepler. He's clearly not right. If he is right, man, 
I don't know if I want him on the team next year. If this, if he's like feeling good and this is what he's doing, uh, that's terrible. You know, it's, it's better if he's not feeling good because that's an excuse for why he's been horrifically bad and just not even close, like not close at the point. He's not close. You might need to make some tough decisions. Um, IL Kepler and give Contreras some run in right field. Can't get much worse than what Kepler's done uh, offensively. And I know he's one of the best defenders in the outfield this year, certainly in right field. But, man, is it worth is it worth what he does at the plate? I think the answer is no. I think the answer is no to that. So, hopefully, Garlic's back. They're facing lefties in two out of the next three games against Kansas City. If I'm sitting here Monday night and they lose to the Royals, I'm going to be – I'm going to be tough to deal with, folks. <laughs> I'm going to be tough to deal with. Michael Hellman, Twins Prospect, is coming on the show tomorrow. That episode will drop Thursday. We'll have post games this week. I'm really looking forward to it. I actually think Monday night there will be only a postcast. So check out Locked On Sports Minnesota for the postcast Monday night. And then uh, I'll be back Tuesday night for a post game. It's really put up or shut up now for the Twins, and they need to they need to win five out of seven this week. That's you might say, hey, that's a lot to ask. It's not at this point. It's not a lot to ask. Like they have to do it. And I said it at the beginning of this ten game stretch. If they don't take advantage of this stretch, they don't deserve October. And what did they show us the first weekend? Hell no, they don't deserve October. Um, it's frustrating. Twins lose two out of three to the Angels in a series they should have swept. And uh, I'm sitting here again, very disappointed on a Sunday with you. But I'm so glad you joined me. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Lockdown MLB Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day, and go Twins.